To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. Positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Special thanks to all you competitive fitness people out there who are going there and hitting, have been hitting the stage this year, going to hit the stage later this year, and have been hitting the stage with my help over the past few years. I appreciate it. If you need any help with posing music, go ahead and hit me up on my website or contact me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Just put the subject posing music, your donations, and your assistance, and your requests are always welcome and of course highly appreciated but of course the old-fashioned way if you're just supporting all things ps positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amounts appreciated when regards to all my channels and all my content um questions concerns comments you can hit me up on instagram at positive underscore sarcasm you can email me through my website of course and of course the email which i just described if you're looking to get a jump start on your savings whether it be cash management stock trading options ira uh passive uh, you know monthly dividends quarterly dividends stock trading swing trading you can go ahead and use the affiliate link in the description down below for the Weeble app all you got to do is fund your account and you'll start off literally just by putting money in your account you will have access to free stocks that you have the choice of a keeping b trading and getting new stocks with them it's really up to you what you want to do with them but they are they're yours that's your money that's free money as long as you sign up for the account there's no strings attached there's no contract basically just obey the rules of the stock market um, unlike the politicians obey the rules of the stock market i highly recommend it but you'll get free stocks by signing up with that affiliate link and i'll get free stocks by you using the link so it's another way to support this platform uh, i had a bad meal last night doesn't happen very often but i'm curious about your questions regarding like the at the your thoughts about the etiquette of it so this wasn't a in my opinion or so I, I we went to this place it was recommended it wasn't anything special it's like i want a good meal i don't want to be seen i don't want pretty lights i don't want to view i want to go somewhere with a family member and get some good food where do we go all right what go here all right then we went there um first walked into the door first of all nice spot second off go into the door the hostess had no interest in talking to us like literally no interest in talking to us just two guys walk in no interest in talking to us no interest in seating us no interest in doing anything anything regarding hey i want to earn a paycheck all right when we sit down cool the server comes along she was nice looked a little nervous not really sure it was her deal maybe that's just her personality fine whatever can i start you off with this can i start you off with that cool i'll get this sure i'll get that all right fine just another customer who wants things and is willing to pay for them okay 
he gets his drink. I get my seltzer. We get our app. You know, let's order an appetizer. All right, cool. Get an appetizer. Appetizer's good. All right, we wait 20, 25 minutes. Here comes the meal. It's the weekend. We get the food, the actual meals. He gets a burger with, you know, sauteed mushrooms and onions and sweet potato fries. And I get like a pot roast dinner, which comes with carrots and potatoes and onions and peas. And then, of course, like, you know, uh, you know, you know, pot roast, like a basically like a braised meat type thing. He gets his meal. He asks for medium. He gets well done. Sweet potato fries are undercooked. The sauteed mushrooms and onions were not cooked at all. And when I say not cooked at all, not this isn't an interpretation. There's sauteed and then there's raw. He got raw mushrooms and raw onions, which is not something you necessarily would like on a burger. Generally, when you ask for sauteed mushrooms and onions, that means it goes on the flat grill you put a press on it. Within three to five minutes, they're done to some degree. They weren't done at all. Nothing. It was almost like, I'm just going to take this stuff. So every, like, mushrooms are in a canister. Peppers are in a canister. Onions are in a canister. All veggies generally in their own canister or they're portioned out. And then you take them out of the canister and you put them on the grill or you put them on the, uh, on the flat grill. But you put them somewhere to cook them, to make them hot, to make them warmer, to change their molecular, molecular structure to the point where, hey, this tastes kind of yummy. Almost say sauteed. They were raw. So basically, they took these raw vegetables out of the container, put them on the burger, and closed the burger. The cheese was melted because it went on the burger because the burger was overcooked. So clearly, the cheese melted on top of the burger. Everything else, nothing. So basically, the cook said, fuck it. I'm going to take these vegetables, plop them on. What are you going to do? It's not like he forgot. You don't forget to cook sautéed vegetables. Especially, you don't. You, you don't. There's no way to go. It's, I took this. I'm going to take these raw vegetables out of the container, put them on the burger, and serve them to you. And you're going to eat it because I don't care. I get my meal. So a a pot roast dinner is basically like it's it's a it's a big you know joyous you know estate of vegetables and carrots and and pot roasts and all this other stuff. And it's like and it usually comes it can be in a bowl or something like that. But um, it's generally a large portion of food. Now it was served in like a baking pan first of all, like a like it's something you put like a pound cake in. Okay, that's the aesthetic. And then on top of that, it's more soup, borderline stew and soup. It's like, all right. Now was the beef tender per se? Sure, but it was m- basically hidden. It was probably like maybe four to six ounces of meat. Okay, but the potatoes were barely cooked the carrots and the peas didn't seem like they were cooked at all there was no flavor to them it was almost like it was just heated up in the microwave or it was just sitting in a broiler pan or nothing it just there was nothing to it it was completely flavorless it's like okay now what did we have before that as the appetizer well the appetizer was clearly a coconut shrimp that was fried so it seems like the fry cook did something right now these coconut shrimp mind you 
I'll be tasty. Um, we're clearly out of the box. Like they came out of the freezer. So you can order when you work in a restaurant, you can get clearly coconut shrimp or regular shrimp. They just come frozen and you take the coconut shrimp, you throw it in the fry later. It comes out it's super crunchy and it's very good. It's very good. It's very simple. You don't have to do anything. You just have to take the object, put it in hot oil and then put it on a plate. So six of them were served on a plate with romaine lettuce and a piece of kale and then some weird pineapple salad thingy that wasn't pureed or anything. It was just like bits of pineapple that, that weren't useful. Like you couldn't dip in it. Like you couldn't dip the, the, the food in this stuff because it was just chunks of pineapple. But it was like, it was like a, a ramekin, a small portion of it. So it was basically useless. And then, of course, lettuce, which served no value. And then we, but we got our food, and it was like, okay, his clearly no effort was put into the food. And then I get my meal, which just wasn't good at all. Now, okay, here's where everybody's opinions differ at this point. What do you do? You obviously, when you get your food, and nowadays with inflation and everything like that, or just in general, you go out, whether it doesn't matter if your meal is 20 bucks or 120 bucks, you expect preparation in your food. When you ask for something, that's what you expect to get. Okay, there's that's pretty much it. Do you, if you ask for a $16 burger with sauteed mushrooms and onions, it's medium, you expect something in the 90. 80 to 90 percent range of that so you get a burger you ask for a bun you, you get a bun you get sauteed mushrooms and onions and you get a burger cooked to your liking well in this case you didn't get a burger cooked to your liking and you didn't get mush and you did not get vegetables that were cooked at all and i got this bland borderline taken out of the microwave pot roast soup so what do I say to the, 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 the server? What, what do you say? A lot of, some people actually do have the gravitas to look at the, the server and go, hey, pick up the plate and go, hey, can you cook this? Can this be cooked? This isn't cooked. These, uh, these mushrooms and onions are not cooked. Can you have this cooked, please? This isn't sauteed. This isn't even cooked. Okay. There are some people who take their first bites and go, I don't like this. Or there's, and then there's some people who are terrible and they, they eat their whole meal and they go, that was terrible. And then there's some people like me who's generally polite and just wants to leave and never come back. So what they come over, how are your first few bites? coming over looking very nervous and i'm like eh, i didn't say anything he says it's fine he asks for some ketchup five minutes later ketchup shows up there's no ketchup on the table some people are like that comes in some weird jar thing which was funny it's like okay um and then the bill comes that's when i get annoyed because i look at that bill and then i have to add tip in so almost a hundred dollars later a meal that was worth seven dollars that's what infuriates me that's what it upsets me so I didn't say anything and that's on me I should have looked at his food and said 
that's not cooked, miss. But then again, I'm literally saying to this, I'm going to risk this going back into the kitchen only to piss the chef off where he has every ability to spit in my food, piss in my food, throw my food in the trash, come out and want to fight me, or actually just do what I request of him. I think going forward, I need to establish more standards for if I'm going to go out to a restaurant. And this is, this is the hard part because when you're with people, you don't want to make people uncomfortable. If you're out with friends and you're out with family, um, this is hard. This is the hard part about you. You don't want to be uh, um, that person in the group. This is the hard part of, of how to wrestle with this scenario. But clearly in this situation, this cook, whomever it was, did not give a fuck in any scenario. I, this is what I struggle with, though, because imagine if you're with like a bunch of people and they're all having a good time and then their food shows up, but they don't care. They're just filling their fucking face. But you get something. Maybe it was complicated or maybe it was simple. Maybe it was fish and chips or maybe it was, you know, tuna tartare. But it was not good. It was clearly not good. You look at it and it's visibly not right. It's visibly not done. What do you say? What do you do? You just go, can you do asking the chef or not? Definitely not the chef asking the cook to do something that he was supposed to do in the beginning is clearly a dangerous request. He didn't want to do it purposely didn't want to do it from the very beginning. And now you're going to request of them to do something that they purposely did not do. They didn't forget. They chose not to. And now you're calling them out on their bullshit. You're calling them out on their laziness and their refusal to do something. Do not expect a good result from this. You don't. Clearly at that point, I think if you were to be, let's just say ballsy, if you were to identify as ballsy, I think at that point, it's if the food is visibly not good, I would just quietly... This is tough, though. This is a real... Because if everybody else is eating and having a good time, and you have a $20 plate, a $30 plate of food, and it's just not good, what do you, what do you deserve at this point as, as a customer? I mean, obviously, at the customer, you, you want to get... But you don't want to create a scene. But the minute you refuse something, the minute you say, this isn't good, I don't like this, this isn't prepared, you're automatically the asshole. Automatically. But if it's not done in that scenario, do you just go, this isn't done, I think I'm all set. Like, I'm not, I think when you get that food, you're not, if it doesn't come prepared at all, I think you immediately lose your appetite. I think you immediately lose your appetite. I think you just go, I'm all set. Like, you're not hungry anymore. So you don't, and obviously you don't want something else from the kitchen. You just don't. Like you're just you're done. Like even even me, somebody who's who 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 likes food, who enjoys food, and tries hard not to fucking shove food down his face, especially during the summer times when I'm trying to stay lean. I think at that point you're just you're done. Your your body just goes, I'm not hungry anymore. It's very easy, especially if you're super hungry or you haven't eaten in a while, and then all of a sudden you're really stressed. If you're about to refuse a meal that was pre- quote prepared for you, I and it wasn't, I think your body just goes no. 
we're good. I think it goes into protection mode and your stress level goes up, which brings your appetite down. And then you just say, I I'm good. Thank you. We're I'm all set. And you just sip your drink or if there's like, um, and, and here's the next part. We'll get to that. Um, you can, if there's some nachos on the table or some chips and salsa or something like that, you can probably lean on that. You can probably lean on that and, and just go with that. If you have a drink, finish your drink. Maybe that'll fill you up a little bit. And then you can go and get something afterwards. You can go and grab like a, some Dairy Queen or something guaranteed, some corporate slop out at Applebee's or something and feel better later that you didn't waste your fucking money on that pile of bullshit. But, to, but when it's deliberately garbage or rotten, there's do not request a second meal and do not make a big deal out of it. So number one, if you get shit food, and I'm talking shit food, if it's okay or something like that and you're in like a tourist trap, that's on you. You owned it. But if you're in a place that's told to you to be good, number one, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't argue with the server. Even though the server has some responsibility in this, the server is the final auditor, the final quality check before it gets to your table. But the server is also in a predicament. They have the customer and then they have the cook. If the server has the balls to say to the cook, you didn't fucking cook this. This needs to be cooked. Now you're at odds with the cook and you're going to be at odds with the cook all night. So you got to deal with that customer for maybe an hour, 90 minutes tops, but you got to deal with that cook all night and tomorrow and the day after that. And with all the hiring problems right now, is that cook maybe f one bad meal away from just quitting and the whole kitchen coming to a screeching halt and that server losing all her tips for the night these are predicaments the server has to play the server is in the biggest predicament other, other than that just like let me just get through tonight and we'll deal with this later so obviously the customer suffers at that point so in this situation you can refuse the food by not but at that same time not making a big deal out of it. I'm, I'm all set, thank you. I'm just, I'm not hungry anymore. Thank you. And just play it down, be polite. I, I'm good, thank you. I'll just, I'm, I'm all set. I'm all set, I'm, I'm all set, thank you. If you need to talk to the server, if you, if you don't wanna do it, doing this in, in front of everybody is uncomfortable. This is the uncomfortable part, I think. It's, you see, and, and this is what I should have done but this is, the, this is another learning moment for me as I clearly received food where the cook did not give a fuck. Did not give a fuck about us and clearly refused to do his job. And it had to have been a dude, okay? So, but if you're with a group of people and you don't want this food, maybe getting up to the, maybe getting up and going over to the server and talking to them and saying, Listen, my food's not cooked. I don't want anything. I'm sorry. Please take my food back. Uh, just take it off my bill. I'm all set. Thank you. Just bring me over more chips and salsa, and we'll call it good. That's it. And they're going to try. Can I get you something else? And I don't want anything. I'm not hungry anymore. Just call it call it good. Please don't bring any. Don't send over the manager. I don't want to make this a scene. Please don't make me sweat in my really nice shirt. 
that's the whole point and they want to like over sometimes they want to overcompensate and it's like please don't whatever you do don't make this bigger than it already is just i don't want this food i don't like it i know there's something clearly wrong with it whatever it is i don't fucking care just make this thing that's on my table go away and i will deal with this on my own quietly and everybody here's the next part you got to deal with say you got one person at the table they get it but now you got three people at the table which means you got three different opinions you got three different mindsets going on and now you've got to like kind of quell their fucking adventurous minds and now they're going to start questioning their own food it's like and now well look you've officially refused your food you it's now on you to calm the uh, uh the crowd to calm the fucking mob here be like listen you guys eat i'm fine eat your food don't be forceful don't get angry this is this is a learning moment for all of us here it's fine i i just it wasn't good i'm not hungry anymore i'm just gonna chill with stuff i'll grab something later that's okay let's not make a big deal out of it let's just move on from there you know and that's that's it whatever you do don't lose your shit but clearly if you're with somebody you care about they're gonna be like well maybe you should get something else or it's like fucking drop it and that's another problem it's like now you're you can't say you can't be like that you can be like can we can we stop this please can we not do this can we fucking done and then all of a sudden they're stressed out and you've just kind of like abruptly stopped them and then this the conversation gets weird and this is the whole fucking dilemma because somebody in the in the in the kitchen refused to do his fucking job and then a server was unable to quality check the food because she's worried about the cook shitting all over her and ruining all her food for the entire night or just quitting and stopping the kitchen cold turkey and this is the dilemma you as the customer had to have to put up with. And this is something that maybe I should lay out in like an article about how to refuse food without melting down the kitchen you know, or something like that. This is – now that I dive into it, this is a whole social dilemma that exists where some people have no problem going, can you cook this? But it's like I don't want to put any more responsibility on a kitchen that refuses to accept any. And I don't want to cause any problems for the server. Just quietly take my food back, make it go away. I'm fine. Am I hungry? Maybe. But I got to tell you something. In this first world country with all these first world problems, I'm not starving to death. I'm not starving to death. There's plenty of places I can walk to afterwards that will put a smile on my face or I can grab a bag of M&Ms or I can grab a, a fucking slice of pizza or something I can, or a protein shake or a protein bar or, or air, anything. I'm not worried about dying if I refuse this meal. And then there's something we have to, I have to work through in my head. And that's something like you discuss with your colleagues or your coworkers, or your friends, or your family, or your loved ones in that scenario. But it's now on you. You've just, the spotlight's there. They have food, they're eating, and you have nothing. And this is the risk you take. But you, this is an, a hard, this is a case-by-case -case basis. If the food's okay, well, you have to judge the scenario of, is this a place I've been to before? Is something wrong? Is what's going on in the kitchen? I can, but I think going forward, in this scenario where the food was clearly bad, 
and clearly and clearly the kitchen had no desire to make people happy at that point the food should automatically go back don't even bite into it just looking at it and go I, th- I think we're good last night should have been a situation where we refused our food thank you I think we're all set can we just grab the check for for the drinks that we had his drink my drink and then we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna get out of here and just quietly leave and get out of there because it's no yeah the server knows the server knows and at that point it's up to the server no they refused their food they didn't they didn't want it fine whatever it's on you you don't know if the food if the food's undercooked that means that your potential to get sick then who wins in that scenario can nobody so especially for the amount of money you're paying and this is why i just like fucking staying home and cooking my own food it's like why why bother why bother so i think i have to establish new rules in my life about going out to eat if i'm going to go out to eat because i'm really focused on saving a lot of money right now a lot pay i mean i paid down a shit ton of debt i mean i essentially have none and i'm saving a lot of money each week but i wanted to like hang out with you know this friend of mine you know my nephew and um go out somewhere and it's just like okay here's the rules of engagement here's what you do going forward this because i've never encountered a a scenario like this where the cook just refused to do something instead of like going online which i did and made a crack at them but it's like i now want to be a more direct approach where i don't want to pay for something that wasn't done for me like i paid for a service to be provided to me and i didn't get that and he didn't get that so what do we do here like hey i asked you to change my brakes did you change my brakes well we put brake rotors on but we didn't put any pads we didn't change the pads well i asked you to put pads on well we didn't do that so why am i paying you for rotors and pads then so either way you asked for a service it wasn't done so why am i paying you i'll just here's some compensation here's you know the money for the drinks and here's the uh, uh, an extra for your effort you know a couple bucks here for your effort minimal loss and now you're not at odds with the kitchen and now you've not you're not no longer in an uncomfortable environment and you have the freedom and the financial freedom and some of your integrity left to go about your day like for example i've had so there was there was two more meals uh different places like i went to this place in in portsmouth uh, uh, right on the water there um and i got some food the food wasn't great it wasn't great um i wanted something that was light this seemed light it didn't taste great i was with other people like other people that were clearly talking and stuff like that and i'm obviously like quiet and i didn't want to refuse it so i just ate it um, but it, here's the thing is it was prepared like the food was prepared it just wasn't a good combination of ingredients it wasn't a good combination of oh this is amazing i'm never going to forget this meal or hey this was really good that place i really like that spot it was nah it was in a touristy area it was something that wasn't really that great and it's like okay you own that one that's a learning experience it's like i ordered this i don't like this but i didn't know anything about it i took a chance it's a learning experience. I'm going to pay for that. That's that's on me. It wasn't good. And then the co- server comes around and it's like, how is everything? It's like, well, I just ordered a piece of fish and I quite frankly didn't like it. Or 
do you just keep your mouth shut and you just go good and this is like the dilemma that this is the debate that could go on for years about what do you say when you don't like something and i've been in the restaurant business and i've had people that are just quiet and they don't say much i've had the people that scream and yell i've had the people that have asked for something to be cooked a little more or changed out and they're really polite about it and they're like i'm sorry it's like well why are you sorry you didn't you didn't cook this they you asked for somebody to cook it for you let's take care of this for you let's do it right let's do this right and we'll sort it out with the kitchen and then i've had people literally grab like pens of like like fucking you know like a whole notepad and run write pages and pages and pages of bullshit about how much they hate this fucking place and everything about it like they had one or they just they went there to you know pretend like they're cool so they just desire to complain in front of their date um that these are all experiences i've had but i just i don't want the drama coming towards me i just want to refuse my food quietly sit there like per a person you know quietly like guys it's no big deal it wasn't prepared right i didn't feel comfortable eating it i'll grab something later and hopefully you're with people that get it like you know they just get it and i'm not are you they they'll appreciate you i think if you are going to refuse a refuse food or turn back food quietly quietly mind you i think they will appreciate that you did it in a very discreet manner instead of blowing up like you just quietly refuse it and you're like you didn't drive you didn't create a scene is what i'm trying to get at you didn't create a scene nobody's looking nobody wants to do that that's not cool especially in a high vibe in place where everybody's got this energy either they want to be seen or they want to look good or rather that it's like no you just you want to get in and get out and then you want to go do your thing and then you grab something later i think that's like the best way to approach it but at the end of the day it's on the cook cook the fucking food and then the server to quality check the food but the server is in that predicament at the end of the day the customer always gets screwed in that in that scenario and you can't trust the kitchen well i'm just gonna send this back and tell them to cook my food right it's like okay a person you don't know is back there handling your food they refuse to cook your food properly so god only knows what they're going to do to it it's best not to escalate that scenario it's best to get out of it with a minimal as loss of possible but this is the scenario it's like it's just a little thing just ask them it's not that easy you don't know who's back there that person could be so fucking dementedly pissed off that the second you send that food back and you demand they cook your fucking mushrooms and onions they come out with a gun and shoot you no you're being ridiculous jay am i it's not worth the trouble they refuse your food it's like i don't want to make it. and maybe the server knows that the cook is really on edge and it's like you know what maybe if i just dump this the this guy's right this food fucking sucks but i don't want to tell the chef so if i just take this food and dump it in the trash and don't say anything to the cook um i can still get some i can you know salvage some of my tip and not piss off the cook and not have him storm out or hurt somebody and uh we can all go away come out of this peacefully i think that's probably the best bet but it's on you to minimize the damage that's been done because the server knows she, that they're taking a risk by serving that pile of dog shit it's just a question of how is the how is the customer going to handle it and how is the cook going to uh, react to the customer handling it depending upon how the customer handles it 
What a fucking disaster. Anyways, you can see how my brain works. There's so many different scenarios. I put this thing together, by the way, about... I'm exhausted from just trying to gather information, whether it be for this podcast or for other things that I'm writing or working on or just in general throughout the day, trying to work through my daily struggle with a brain. And the news or the fake news or the journalism or the events happening, it's all happening so quickly that you literally cannot keep up with uh, how the 24-hour news cycle and the op-eds and the pundits and the the getting wrecked and the correct it's you can't keep up with it it's almost pointless it's very demoralizing it makes you want to quit life so like i just i just grabbed a bunch of articles i threw them all together and it, this is how quickly the new in my opinion in my head if i'm to read an article or if the news cycle were to happen in a two minute time span this is what it would sound like as we get closer to the trial against disgrace, FTX founder Sam Bankman-Free prosecutors are teasing new evidence from the jailed Wonderkin's ex-girlfriend Caroline Ellison that sounds like an important part of the case against him. Zelensky said the strike on Chernyev, a city of leafy boulevards and century-old churches about 145 kilometers from north of Kiev, coinc- coincided with the Orthodox holiday of the Feast of the Transfiguration of the Lord. It comes as a Ukrainian drone crashed into a rooftop of a railway station in the Russian city of Kursk, injuring five people and setting off a fire. The task news agency said on Sunday, citing regional governor Roman Stratilov. Russia's state space corporation said on Sunday morning that it had lost contact with the 25 with the Luna 25 shortly after 14:57 on Saturday. Preliminary findings show that the 800 kilogram lander had ceased to exist as a result of a collision within the surface of the moon. It said in the statement, the suit filed in a Los Angeles superior court and provided to news, NBC News by the plaintiff's law firm also accuses the captain of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing to other performers and deriding those who have premarital sex while sharing lewd sexual fantasies, simulating oral sex and publicly publicly discussing the virginity of one of the plaintiffs. The Fifth Amendment guarantees citizens are innocent until proven guilty and Donald J. Trump has been innocent of all and any crimes he's been accused of, the resolution reads. I don't think it's fair that our nation is being led by these district attorneys that are funded by George Soros and other leftist organizations that are criminally indicting Donald Trump, said Casey Gale, the author of the resolution, there's no tangible evidence that ties into any of this. Recovery efforts continue in Maui, where wildfires decimated the historic Lahani town in West Maui, leaving a path of disruption spanning an estimated 3.5 square mile. Multiple fires on the island were sparked on August 8th and were fueled by strong winds and dry airs. Hurricane passed well through uh, south of the islands today three of those fires remain active with crews monitoring the flare-ups and hot spots the death toll of the lahani fire remains at 114 with the identity of six victims publicly released by police since the investigation began search crews have now sifted through an estimated 85 percent of the inundation the wildfires described as the deadliest in 100 years taiwan's defense ministry said on sunday morning that it's in the past 24 hours 25 chinese air force planes have crossed the taiwan straits median line which has served as an unofficial barrier 
interfering between the two sides until Chinese military aircraft began regularly crossing it a year ago. That included Su-30 MJ-11 jets. According to the map of the ministry published, there were immediate no, there was no immediate signs that continuing China continuing its exercise on Sunday with students making their way back to school. Medical professionals are asking parents to make sure that their child is up to date on their vaccinations. What we've seen over the past few years, even starting before the pandemic, was a slightly decreasing numbers of children who received their uh, recommended vaccines, particularly those in the younger age group, says Dr. Wes Stubblefield, District Medical Officer, Alabama Department of Public Health. Kid Rock allegedly spotted at a concert drinking Bud Light this week, only months after the conservative rocker helped spearhead the boycott brand of the viral of him gunning down cases of beer. The images, which appeared to have been taken without his knowledge, generated mockery across social media, with users accusing him of being a hypocrite for trashing the brand and then consuming it just a short while later. The hearing last month featured three witnesses who had first-hand knowledge of the UAP sightings. Former intelligence officer whistleblower David Gresh claimed that the government had recovered non-human biological pilots from downed UAPs, which the Pentagon had denied. In the hearing last month, Grush said he couldn't speak much of the knowledge because it was classified, but the investigation members, uh, Hill, told uh, they were slowed by the Pentagon on getting a classified hearing with Grush started. Do you even remember what the first fucking article, the first three articles were that I just repeated to you? No, you don't. And that was two and a half to three minutes ago. And you've already forgotten the first five. Name me the first five. Name me the last one I just talked about. When Elon Elon was talking on the Rogan Experience a few years ago about Neuralink, he stated that the bandwidth uh, just wasn't there. But when you receive how you receive data, how your brain receives data, like uh, computers, smartphones, books, you know. He also stated in that podcast you, that you all the information going through his head, you wouldn't want to be me. Well, if I don't want to be you, then why do I want to ingest this much fucking data? Not let alone two to three minutes throughout a 24-hour period. Why would I want to be doing all these updates and downloads and patches and firmware upgrades and software upgrades and fucking you know all these all this data and correct corrections to the data and then the opinions to this data and the misinformation to this data and the responses to this data and the up in the updates to the news articles of that data and having it all downloaded and stuffed into my fucking head i don't care i just talked about all kinds of things and it's not doable do you really want to stuff a, a fucking sata drive with two terabytes into your brain and have this like high-speed internet download straight into your cortex. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. It's not a way that I want to live. There's probably 12 different articles that I just talked about and I for literally, I read them to you and I forgot what most of them were and they're right in front of me. So if Elon says that you wouldn't want to, he doesn't, you wouldn't want to be him. Well, then why am I going to take the Neuralink and why do I want to download this much information within a three minute period? And you wouldn't be downloading just that. You'd be ingesting all kinds of information. You would have encyclopedias of fucking shit into your head. But like I can, you know, wake up, I can literally swipe my tablet go like that and then there's like there's like 58 different articles just within a matter of seconds and is any of it even accurate 
How much of it is even worth reading? How much do you have to subscribe to? How much of it is all AI wrote and it's not even an actual journalist or a writer? It was just simulated shit that was written up by some random cheap ET. It's not worth your time. It isn't. Listen to what you enjoy and just what you want to be. But it's like it's like you're sitting at like a, a family get together or a friend's family get together and a bun- and you can you're not really talking to anybody. You're just kind of sitting there and there's like four different conversations going on. One person person's talking about health, the other one's one talking about trucks, and this person's talking about maybe politics or something and this person's just talking about kids and they're all doing their little thing and you're just like and you're listening intently to these four different conversations and you know none of them really matter to you but you're you're curious because you're there and you're just kind of taking in the environment you're observing but maybe you're just you or you you stand there and pretend to be part of the conversation but as i've learned it's like i'm unless somebody's like asking me a direct question it's fine some people will go you're quiet and it's like yeah i'm just glad to be here or yeah it's cool you guys are talking you know i don't want to ruin it it's like i don't know it's all this information, all these conversations going on at the same time, whether they have accuracy in them or they're not even really conversations. They're just leading down the path of something gross. But it's like, whatever. And this is what doing this podcast. Is my fucking tablet going off? My tablet's going off. It's telling me that I have a 630 alarm. What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. Apparently, I have a 3 p.m. alarm. Not sure why, but I've, like I said, I just read off to you like 10 to 12 articles and four different conversations, and I don't remember any of it. It's not worth my time. It isn't. It's not worth your time. It may not even be worth your time to listen to this podcast, to be perfectly honest with you. Listen to your Rogan or your 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 self your self medication podcast or your Two Bears One Cave or whatever it is, and just be happy with that. Just know that all this stuff that I read to you about, you have control or say in maybe 0.5% of it. And I have an article here about Sam Bankman-Fried. I don't even care to read it. I don't even care that he exists. He could be shot by a politician in broad daylight 32 times. It wouldn't matter tomorrow. It could happen right now. Two... Two politicians, one Democrat, one Republican. They march him out to the middle of the street and they shoot him 16 times consecutively, eight apiece. And tomorrow there'd be different news. They'd be back to the wildfires or back to the debates or back to the elections or back to Bud Light and Lizzo. Nobody would care. And quite frankly, I don't either. So that's why we're going to close up shop at 41 minutes. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If you have questions, concerns, comments, you can email me directly through my website, positivesarcasm.com. Um, you can hit me up on my Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can also use the Weeble app. It's, the link is in the affiliate description down below. You'll get free stocks merely just by funding your account. If, you, if there is one thing that you care about, it is money. And people need it right now. So go ahead and hit up that. You'll get free stocks by funding your account. I'll get free stocks just by supporting this platform and clicking on the link. It's as simple as that. So in the meantime, you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are available audio-wise. But the video version is exclusively on Brumble. But in the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. I appreciate you all. I'll see you all, whether you're on this channel, that channel, or somewhere in life. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm Presentation. 
Where's that goddamn stop recording button? There it is.